Hello. It is 8.08 a.m. and I'm coming to you from the RV. The RV that is to be my future domicile. Well, I guess technically it is because I bought it. I'm just not actually living here yet, so yeah. I have morning voice. Morning voice. It can get pretty low. It is pretty cool. I don't know why I need an accent when I am talking with a low voice, but I am, and I do. So I figured out why my microphone was clipping, and it's because it powers off when I pause. So I have to wait for the little light to come on and then start recording again, which is fine. I was going to say weird, but is it weird? I don't know. My other mic stayed on all the time. This one doesn't, which in a way seems kind of polite considering I'm powering it with a tablet. Anyway, um, I am sitting here at the table. I thought all the furniture in an RV was like bolted down, but it's not. It's just a table and a chair sitting here. So like it will not be a big deal to take them out if I don't want them because I have never had much use for um, a dining room table and the chairs I'll be able to replace with chairs that I like. Although I did give away the chair that I really like sitting in to watch TV, so that's kind of a bummer. But I didn't know, so... I'm also drinking some coffee. It is the the milky flavored La Colombe coffee. I used to really like these and now they kind of taste like chemicals and I'm not sure if I changed or they changed. Maybe we, we mutually changed. So I'm really glad that I came down here. I mean, I was glad to go on the trip and just get out and do something because I haven't for so long. And the last road trip I went on was stressful. Like, it shouldn't have been, but it was. And the road trip I went on before that was in 2014. Right after I went on medical leave, I came down to the desert. I had a friend with me. And um, like the last one, I did all the driving and all the planning and all that stuff. So it was... um, I mean, I had a good time for the most part, but it also sucked because, I don't know, it's like every time I go on a trip, I bring someone with me, but they're just there for, like, to go for the ride. They're not actively participating. We're not doing it together. And they sleep a lot. And it's not, it's not fun like it should be. Like, what I imagine it would be if you went on a road trip with somebody who was actively interested and participating, you know? Not a surprise that me going by myself was actually a little more fun. Um, I'm just a little bit less likely to stop at roadside attractions because I feel more comfortable if I have somebody with me. Many windows. I mean, it's just windows. There's very little wall. I have, like, these little pieces of art because I know that I'm not going to have a lot of wall, so... I have these little pieces of art that I was keeping aside to hang up and 
I might not even have space to hang all of them. But also I have to like think about what I want to do with the walls because there's like this, it just looks like an outdated hotel, the way that the walls look. Um, I made a YouTube video that I will put a link to. Um, I I like put links and I put information in the in the podcast information uh, blurb thing, but it never stays formatted. Like I format it with like bullets and everything, and then it's just gone. And I'm like, why did they give me the option to have formatting if they're going to strip the formatting when it's posted? And I could see like if it's being posted to other sites, but this is Spotify's podcast app posting to Spotify. So that doesn't make sense to me. I was saying, um, I think that one clipped me. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad it came out because seeing the RV has helped make it more real. And I don't know. I'm not excited about living in an RV. It's 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 going to take a lot of work to get used to it. Um, and living on solar, and I'm already really detailed about like power usage and water usage, so it won't be hard for me to do. But it's more, you know. There's going to be a lack of like freedom to relax and that bums me out and just not having a lot of space. And, you know, I'm worried that my cat is not going to, my cat, my co-host Amos, who's not here with us today, um, is not going to be happy because he can't like run really long distances and I'm not willing to let him outside. Like... If I was in a situation where I knew where I was parked was permanent, maybe I would do a catio or something. But um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be an option or not. If there's permitting concerns where I'm going to be, then I have a feeling like being too obvious about living in it is going to be a problem. So I don't, we'll see. But At the same time, while I'm not excited, I'm also excited and inspired and determined to make it work because that's something I'm really good at is taking shitty, shitty things and making them look easy and making that seem like thing you know and I'm tired of doing that work but I've always wanted to live off grid I've always wanted to remove my reliance from the like the system the system and um, this could be the beginning of that it's not it's not like a long-term Solution, it's a longish term beginning, I would say, but eventually, hopefully, I end up in like a tiny house or 
something like that with some badass solar panels and and all that. Um, I mean, you remove reliance from that, but you can't say that you're not paying utilities because there's an upfront cost. You know, you might not have like the the hundred dollar bill every month, but if you spend fifteen thousand dollars on solar panels, that's going to take you. That's however many months of $100 a month if you break it down. So, you know, it's the same thing like getting a well, like the well that they have installed here. It's very nice. It has like a fancy S pump house and all that shit. Also runs on solar and it is, I think they spent 50000 no, sorry, $30,000 total on, on it. And so, you know, they can be like, well, we don't have to pay for water but they paid up front for it, basically. And yeah, I don't know why I said 50,000. I need, I'm, I'm hurting, I'm sitting uncomfortably now and I need to move. And I started thinking about that and then my brain said the wrong number. So that's weird. Adjusted myself. I need more coffee. I should have done that before I unpaused, but I'm gonna need the coffee. Mmm, coffee. I like it. Honestly, I haven't slept much. <laughs> um, the yesterday night, not last night, but yesterday night, I didn't sleep hardly at all because altitude gives me insomnia the first like three or four days. Like every time I would go to like Tahoe for a weekend or something, I would not sleep the entire time. So I would just be like, I went up to Tahoe once and hung out with a friend. And we like went running around for, to the casinos in Reno. And um, I just, I didn't sleep. I was just like on a high. And yeah, was so, I was so tired when I got home. So, like, oh. Uh. So yeah, and last night I didn't really see the the RV smells weird. It's been sitting for a year and a half without breathing. So everything just smells weird. And then the guy, the mechanic guy, the fucking guy that tried to take advantage of me and rip me off. He I had him come out and put the old toilet back on because I no longer trust him to put the the new fancy toilet on because it's it's involved. And he didn't do a good job, and so it smells. He's making smells. Because uh, it's literally like a hole into like a septic tank, and you have a, like a little valve on the toilet, and that's it. So when you flush, all that deliciousness just like comes up. It's one of the things about RV life that, you know, you can get a toilet that has like a proper valve or whatever. I don't think valve is the right word but we're going with it because it makes sense. Anyways, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And um, I don't know why they don't come standard, especially when, you know, they these toilets can be quite expensive. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> make it work better. Uh, the composting toilet I got, I can't remember if I've talked about that, but that was like $1,000. And, but that's like a whole thing. Like when it gets installed, they're going to have to patch the floor so that the old smell doesn't come up. And then, I mean, like the, the bin, the black water bin needs to be cleaned. But it, either way, like, you know, it's, 
it's going to have a little residual. So that'll be patched and then the toilet's put on the floor. There's like two bolts, um, two like brackets that get put in the floor and it, um, it latches to those brackets to keep it in place. And because you actually have to like um, take the whole thing out to empty it every now and again, uh, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. And um, it has a ventilation system, so that needs to be installed either like a hole through the wall or tap it into the existing ventilation system, which I think would be better because where the wall is is also a window, so then like the smell would just be outside the window, which is... Uh. And if it goes through the existing ventilation system, that goes to the ceiling, up into the roof. So unless there's like some crazy-ass wind... I shouldn't be getting any smells. Um, and then it also needs power. So it needs to be hooked up to the... I don't know if it's the AC or the DC. I'm assuming it's the DC. Because RVs have both. So if you aren't hooked to the grid, or in this case, if the inverter for the solar is not on, I, I know a big word, uh, it will... Some of the lights and some of some of the things still work, but the big items like microwave and a TV and there's a couple bigger lights that they use the AC and you have to have, you know, you have to be hooked to the grid or have the inverter on. Um, so yeah, I have I have taken in a lot of information. When I got here yesterday, we did a walk around of the. RV took me a second to find that word and um, she just told me everything she showed me how to water the batteries for the solar and um, stuff like that so yeah I made a video and I just hit I just hit record when she started saying like stuff that was like very specific because like she gives a lot of anecdotes and stuff so I figured she didn't want me recording like her personal life details so I have an hour, but we were probably out there like two and a half hours. Um, it was very, 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 very helpful. You know, like there were people online who were expressing like concern and skepticism about me buying an RV that was far away. And I was like, no, no, I have a really good gut feeling about this person, you know, um, partially because she communicates like I do where she she just offers a lot of information. And some people find that annoying, especially from women. But um, to me, it shows honesty uh, because, you know, like she went out of her way to tell me like every little bad thing, even stuff that doesn't even matter, like in the grand scheme. Um, plus just like telling me how things worked and getting the solar installed and just like, you know, there's like this enthusiasm and respect that she has for the RV and for her experience and she actually has a sentimental attachment to it and um so yeah like and coming out here just like confirmed that more you know and the RV is in really good condition like for it's a 2004 and you think with people living in it it would look like people lived in it but for the most part it doesn't really there's like little things like she changed out all the lights so that they're all LED and the little ones that are set into the ceiling 
aren't quite the right size. And so you can tell that they're not the ones that belong there, which doesn't seem like a big deal to me. And um, I think it's really weird that I just changed subject, but I think it's really weird that the ceiling has carpet. Uh, I mean, the sound is, it doesn't bounce around a lot in here, which is cool, but it just looks weird. Um, but yeah, so it's in good condition and, you know, even like she, like she showed me like the back of the fridge and it's pretty clean. I, I want to wipe it out and get all the dust out. That's like a, that's like a safety thing. And one of my friends was nice enough to share safety concerns based on lawsuits that have happened where people died. And I can't remember if I talked about that the other day, but like my, I li literally was like, when I went to sleep last night, I was like, oh, I'm going to die in a fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, prevention is key. And if I ever have access to like a proper electric hookup, a lot of the um, appliances, you can switch between propane and electric. So then I could switch the fridge to electric and I could switch the furnace to electric and not, not have as much of a fire hazard concern there. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, the water tank is like 10 gallons. And like, I know that's not like a not enough or not like a lot, but it seems like it'll be enough. I, I only take like five minute showers. So unless I'm really cold. So maybe come winter time, that will stress me out. Uh, I'll be like, oh, I can't get warm because I can't be in the shower long enough. But I was kind of curious about tankless water heaters, like if that's if that's an option. I They probably make them and it's, you know, the RV appliances don't look like the household appliances or proprietary to the RV world. So it probably looks weird, but it's probably an option. So that's something I would I would look into um, someday maybe. I feel like there's a lot of stuff I'd like to do, but I need to live in it and be like, okay, I'm committed to this. I'm going to make this work for like a long time kind of thing. Um, so yesterday we hung out after doing the walkthrough and just sat outside. They have like a pond that um, there's two people that live here. They're like best friends. And uh, the male part of that friendship, uh, he built this pond by moving gravel and just shaping it. And so there's, it's cool. It's really pretty. And uh, like all the local wildlife, including some of the scary ones like cougars, come to drink from it and we just sat there I had some lemonade she had some wine and talked and like so growing up my mom's best friend she um she always lived in non-traditional situations and you know like converting a chicken coop and things like that into a house um didn't have a proper working toilet and, you know, you have to shit in a bucket, that kind of thing. And so there's, there's sort of a vibe 
about people who go off the beaten path and they're not exactly the same, you know, like my mom's friend was a stoner and and kind of hippy-dippy and the people that that I was talking to last night are engineers, but, um, or one one's an engineer and I don't know, the guy, like he worked government, but he talks like he he has like a very sharp brain and um but yeah like you know so it was like comforting and just sitting there and talking and listening and they were they were like telling me stories about things that have happened and sort of like adventures like RVs that she's gotten stuck and <laughs> like she took one of her her Winnebago off-road um because he was like well meet me at this place the road isn't good and then she gets there and the sign says four-wheel drive only. And she still did it anyways. And, you know, like people were going to the ranger station being like, you would not believe where I saw Winnebago. So then the ranger had to come out to see it for himself. And she was baking cookies. And he comes out, sees the Winnebago. She comes out and she's like, would you like cookies? He's like, maybe. Like She said, maybe. And I just started cracking up. But yeah, like, that's pretty... It's nice to know that there's people having, like, adventures, you know. Um, but it was inspiring, which is why I say I'm inspired, because it, like, kind of helped bring up and remind me of things that I've wanted since I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, I used to plan survival stuff. Like, the area I grew up it would be a great place to be stuck if things hit the fan in a way where there's no government anymore and you need to, you know, survive. And so I had like a whole plan, like what would be grown in what areas and where outlooks would be and just, you know, like the layout and structure for structures and um, wind power. Uh, back then solar wasn't really wasn't really around so solar wasn't you know one of the things I would take into consideration but I would now (laughs) just yeah things like that just I don't know I I grew up listening to people talk about the bombs and I think it just planted the seed you know and then you mix that with all the trauma I had and the need to survive the need to plan to survive was there but it made me like every time I go visit my my mom's best friend and like be on property that's like away from other people. I was, I just felt really happy there. And I, I want that. And I've always wanted that. But I got to this point where I believed that I couldn't have it. And then like after I got sick, it's like, yeah, there's no fucking way because, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have the money beyond disability, but I could take this RV somewhere if I could get property, you know, when I'm ready to move away from my doctors. It's like I have that option now. Um, so that's, that's cool. I just need internet, you know, and access to Amazon. So I can't be too far out there, but I mean, we drove eight miles on a dirt road that uh, there were a few sections. We weren't sure my car was going to make it. Like there's a culvert and it's pretty steep and it's like, mm, 
<laughs> like my tires are not made for traction and my, my car's pretty low. And when I get out, the guy was like, this is not the kind of car one would expect to see out here. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but my car's so dirty. It's awesome. Um, but I mean, she gets Amazon. So it could be pretty far out there on 40 acres, just eight miles out. It's pretty cool at night. Like when you look out, there's no, there's all these, there's like a thousand other households out there spread out and there was almost no light at all. All the light was coming from this property because the guy like installed these, they're like solar lights. I, I took a bunch of pictures because they look cool, but the light pollution was really bad. Like your eyes never get a chance to get used to the dark. Um, and it was hard to take like nighttime pictures because because of that. But um, yeah. Meh. So today I will be heading out later and I'm going to go southish, southish, eastish uh, towards the Phoenix area. And I will be meeting up with a TikTok friend there. Uh, it's like weak-ass burps, man, um, who I've never met in person. I just know her from my cosplay account. And she offered me to crash there. And then Saturday, I will drive to San Diego, where I will see some of my friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And then I think I will drive home on Monday. So I'll probably record again in in between, but just... I'm just sharing what's in my mind right now. I think I need to take a crap though. And I'm kind of scared of that toilet. <laughs> he didn't put the, he installed it, but he didn't put the stabilizer bar on it or anything. So, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's going to fall, but I don't know. My brain, it's, it's scared of it. <sighs> that guy, he like... He was like, oh, I'm going to charge you like 180. I'm a mobile mechanic, but I charge 180 to travel to you. My hourly is 80. The drive is a half an hour each way. So he's charging me more than two times his hourly rate to drive out here, which is some bullshit. But I was like, all right, I just need somebody to do the work. So if he's going to charge me pro prices, he better be a pro. And then dude just like kept not showing up. He didn't show up to do the work until the day before I got here. And I was so pissed, you know, and he's like not communicating or anything. And, um, and then he's, he like, when he, he came out once and all he did was pull the old toilet off and stuff. And then he like charged me two hours for about a half an hour of work. And so like, I just was like, he hadn't come out yet. And I was like, you know what? Can you just go out and put the toilet that you took without my permission back on? And then he, he was like, okay. And so he sends me a bill for doing that. And this time he smartly did not overcharge me. And um, he was like, well, I forgot to charge you for the parts that I bought for such and such tasks, tasks that have not been done yet. And I was like, I'm not paying you for parts that you haven't used yet. Like, 
I will pay you for time. I'm not paying you for parts that you haven't used yet. It's not happening. Um, so then he was like, oh, well, when can I come out to finish the work? And I feel like I didn't, I wasn't, I haven't been direct with him yet because I have other things going on and my reception's really bad and I just don't really care. But um, I feel like the only reason why he asked is because he probably got the vibe that I'm kind of done with him. So, yeah, but I have somebody else that seems like they're willing to do the work and he comes well rated and hopefully I didn't already talk about this, but if I did, now you know it really well. Uh. So yeah, well, I'm going to finish packing my stuff up and I'm going to go be social and maybe take some pictures and eat some food. And yeah, that's it. Signing out from from the RV, which will eventually be where I always record. <laughs>